0: Hey everyone, welcome to Daily Dose of Serotonin, the show about mental health delivered in a less conventional way. We all have health, and we've all got a brain, so we've all got mental health that we need to take care of. I'm here to break down the walls, stigma, boxes, labels. I'm not here to educate or diagnose, and I'm especially not here to tell you what to do, because you are the one with the wisdom and the answers, and I am here to present new ideas, new perspectives, so that you can find your own answers and live a life a little healthier, happier, you here. Oh, yeah. And I'm Sarah Pringle, your host. But that's not really important because you're the star here. All right. If you're ready, here's your little dose of serotonin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another special episode of Daily Dose of Serotonin. Today, I have an incredible guest on. And he is a certified action personal trainer and a fellow podcaster who is the host of the Mind Boss Lab podcast. And today, him and I are going to talk about health and fitness, and how it relates to mental well-being. And we're also going to talk about what he is doing in the world and how he is changing the world. Curtis Van Dreisch, how are you doing today?
1: Sarah Pringle. I'm a huge fan of your work. I'm not even going to lie, the inspirational aspect of everything you post and uh, the whole um, horse business. You know, it's really a pleasure to be on here and uh, to have the space today and to be able to talk about mental health and what that means to people and how important it is, um, in my opinion. So thank you so much. It really means a lot.
0: Well, thank you so much. The feeling is mutual. Um, I'm inspired by you, and I'm super excited that you've taken the time to come on as well. So the feeling is mutual. To start us off, um, this doesn't have to be elaborate or you don't have to overthink it, but what does mental health mean to you?
1: Just... Honestly, like loving yourself and uh, the self-care aspect and just taking care of yourself and being good with yourself, I think. Just being good with yourself, simply put.
0: Perfect. It's so beautiful. Everyone's um, different examples and different feelings around just something is mental health. Because sometimes people think that mental health is a bad thing. That they're like, I don't have mental health, as if mental health is a negative. But it's like, it's all... It's all just whatever it is to you, and what does it mean to be mentally healthy?
1: Yeah, it's it's like on a continuum or like a spectrum or something. It's definitely open to um open to interpretation in a good way because mm-hmm. everybody has their own well being that they have to um, facilitate. I think. Yeah.
0: So, what does that? Uh, you already said that it's kind of self love and everything, but on a physical aspect, what does that look for you day to day being? mentally well yes
1: perfect because that's actually my area of expertise i'm a fitness trainer i'm doing a certification which is 16 weeks long um and uh i'm already certified but i'm getting the more elaborate one with the experience aspect of coaching on a fitness level people that are younger than me and going through their um but anyways so what does it look like on a physical level certainly nutritionally nutritionally it's really important to um take care of your body eat your greens you know do um Obviously get the, pro, get, get the balanced diet is the balance. Cause really it's kind of like the balancing act, right? Because like, if you're just like in this little square and you're like, dee, 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 with anything, I think it's too much. Um, I think it's the balancing act. Nutritionally it's important for mental health. Obviously the stress release aspect of cardiovascular exercise, um, I think is, is big for people. And um, the, uh, there's one more it's escaping me. Oh yeah. The uh, muscular uh, endurance and strength aspect. Um, can feel really good in terms of like physically releasing the um, the hormones, the endorphins, feel good.
0: Perfect. I love that you mentioned cardiovascular and the stress release. Because the other thing too is I know for me, if I am not working out, everything falls apart. And everyone's fitness... When they're in shape, it looks different to everyone. Maybe some people do Zumba, or maybe some people just go for walks every day. And then some people are like Superman, like Curtis that's doing upside down one-handed handstands. But it's it's whatever that is to you. Like my standards of fitness are so much different um than anybody else. Like we're just, we're just such different people. But for some people, have you heard like some people say, oh, I'm just not. I'm not very, I don't like to exercise. I just don't do exercise. I'm not that type yes. of person, but all bodies are made to
1: move. Every day I hear that. And you're absolutely right. Like, um, cause you know, I literally have like people come to me who want to hire a trainer and then, you know, I'll just tell them what's up because my job is not to tell them what they want to hear. I'll tell them like, this is the action plan. This is the little steps we can do, you know, right now to make improvements. And some of them are jump right in. Some of them kind of go away because like, um, well, first of all, you got to enjoy it. You gotta It has to be convenient, fit into your schedule and you have to enjoy it. Like what I tell people in the sessions, Um, but enjoying it because like, if you love the process, you're going to actually like be able to do it more, you know? So um, this is my answer on that. But yeah, no, like biomechanically, We have legs to walk, arms to lift things. (laughs) You know, that's how we evolved. And, you know, um, yeah.
0: Exactly. And the other thing, too, is I don't necessarily want to go for a run every day. I might enjoy running, but there's still days that I'm really going to hate it. And it's like you feel good afterwards. And I think if we trust in that and knowing, creating, something that you know that if this is like the ride or die if i don't do these things everything else is going
1: to fall it doesn't have to be so black and white i mean that's (laughs) i lean towards the end of the spectrum but like in reality it's like when there's days like that it's better to do something light it's more it's more about the habit Mm -hmm. can't see my hands but making a framework (laughs) Um, it's more about like the habit of just getting people moving because like heart disease is the number one killer in the United States, cardiovascular disease. Every 34 seconds, somebody dies of it and causes of that are physical inactivity, unhealthy diet. And then all the medical reasons, which I can't list because I'm not a doctor, I'm a fitness guy, but like physical nowadays, just with the way the world is, we have to like go out of our way to become um, physical, you know, like, you know, more physically active. If we're sitting at a desk, for example, we would have to go to the gym, you know. We don't like going back to like the, the caveman thing. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because I grew up on a farm, yeah, and exactly. I was like, "Why do people go to the gym? That's so dumb. Why would you waste your energy on moving things around when, like, I'm lifting hay bales and shoveling manure?" And then. <clears throat> Now I don't live on a farm anymore and I still, my job is physically demanding, but I still, I work out so that I can do my job because it's only like one muscle group or a series of muscle groups that it's not getting everything. But it's, it's interesting, the perspectives, like if your lifestyle is active, but it's hard, people, like you said, if sitting at a desk all day, they have to incorporate something that's physical. But if your job is like landscaping, you're already working and moving and getting that
1: And that poses its own issue too, because the body doesn't adapt well to change. So like, if you're doing the same workout, like I, in a past life, you know, we all have to work. I worked in a warehouse and I did that same, same, uh, mild mechanically, the same thing for like a year and a half. And yeah, I lost a lot of weight. And then you go, you hit this like plateau, like at fitness level. And then to like break that, you just have to like change it up too. So that poses its own issue too, in program design. But like, um, yeah, the perspective of like, um that's true like if you have like grew up on a farm that's kind of what I'm saying like you're more physically inclined which is wonderful and then there's people who you know like my side of the family um, they uh, were like desk workers you know their HR accountant all that stuff and they don't get enough physical activity so again I think it comes back to um to a balancing act which is easier said than done I think taking things in proportion for sure you know it's like and I like numbers. I like to measure things. So i put that out there. Like really like measuring and tracking and everything. everything. Um, I'm a very measurable person. And like, I like to think of it almost like 20, 60, 20. So like 40 and 60 in terms of like a balancing act, you know, in my life. But yeah.
0: Definitely more left-brained than I am. Correct,
1: um. correct, man. <laughs> No, you're 100% I, accurate.
0: I am I'm definitely all colors and I tried to do I used to do tracking every day like I had 12 habits I had to track and and did the numbers and seeing with the scale and when my business was growing I was like tracking everything and I hated it. And I I think that it's important to have some scale of, of tracking habits for sure to see if you're making progress. Cause sometimes we think, oh, I'm doing, I do work out all the time when really, if you track and look back, you realize it's only once a week or once a month or something. When people think like, I do drink a lot of water, but it was really half a liter. So, but I also know that some people just numbers and, and straight lines just fit in their brain. And mine is a little more like, like, how do I feel like tracking by how does my body feel? So, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because there's, it's important for everyone to know what that balance is to them.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, um, I re- there was a really good point you brought up that, um, there was a really, really good point you brought up about like, uh, if, if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. You know, and, like that's, and I've, I've, I've experienced that with um with some other people too, but like they call it personal training because it's personal. Like it has to, because like you have to fit in my mind, I see almost like a literal person. Right. And I'm like all like their traits. Cause like in coaching, we do that. We have to like, and we have to measure them and make sure they improve. But like, if, if this is like tripping you up then we have to facilitate or negotiate or just talk about, oh, a different way to make this more appealing and better and just doable because we are in the real world we're not in like a disney movie you know it wouldn't be cool if you could just all like do like mulan and be like in shape for like no reason or something you know but it just <laughs> doesn't work like that like i used to be super skinny people used to be overweight they're losing weight we're all doing like the best we can stuff but um um yeah
0: exactly um so so true and i think i really don't like the absolutes, like everyone must do this one thing and then you'll be skinny or something. There's, there's things like everyone, water is, is healthy and water is needed, but the amount of water varies from person and the way they might drink it and whether they want colorful plastic things or they, they drink a glass in the morning or they, whatever the setup varies to person. So I think that ha- that's, that's the same thing with mental health is everyone has these absolutes you must do this and then you'll feel happy and 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 sometimes too if we work too much or work out and we're too regimented some people feel stuck on that and they feel closed in and then they feel like they're not taking care of themselves when really other people might find that that's their me time like when i go to the gym it's my release it's my it's it's for me but other people that's their work and they're yeah exactly but um, moving along, I want to talk about goals because I know you're a very goal-oriented person, and I want to find what is the relationship between goals and mental health and feeling that purpose, and do you think that people maybe who don't have goals, maybe there's this disconnect from feeling like they belong, and maybe is that where things get all muddled
1: all apart? Perfect goal yeah, goal setting and, and how big your goals are and yeah because i can definitely relate to that stuff because full disclosure i went through um, mental health challenges for a solid two years um, done and uh, i can go into specifics it's on my site but like i'm not going to right now <laughs> but like so yeah goal setting so that's another thing is like i'll say for me at one point in my life when i wasn't hitting these goals it actually made my mental health worse but like, and then, you know, and then later, you know, like now I'm hating my target benchmarks, but like, it's interesting to think now that you brought that up, that like, after I took care of myself, that's when the progress more started to get made. And so, but like people who don't have goals, um, I don't think anybody really doesn't have a goal. I think it's just what, um, what they're feeling maybe not like written goals. Right. But I think everybody has some kind of autonomy in that aspect. Like we're all, cause we have to, to like live or whatever. I don't think anybody really doesn't have goals. You also have to keep in mind. That I'm like, I got to jump on you in terms of age, like five years I'm like mentoring people that are your age. So I've been like real involved with like, for one year, I literally mentored because I wanted to do it before I transitioned all the way back to fitness. So I've been like, part of facilitating like this dude who's like now like going into med school and then you know the landscaper and then a different fitness guy and like being really in like really within their mind of like how they view their goals and how they feel when they're doing this and stuff. So from my perspective, um yes we should set goals. We should have a personal life too. But one thing I'm starting I'm working on now is like having something with no objective as well going back to the balancing act. Something with no objective that feels we have to do stuff we enjoy. So basically, like, you, like you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It's so like you gotta take care of yourself before you can. um I don't like the word "you achieve" in this context, but I can't think of a better word because we're always achieving something because we're all like wonderful people. Like you know, there's no junk in this world. So it's just a matter of how much we utilize our gifts. Okay, perfect.
0: No, that's, uh, that's a good explanation. It's good to hear another perspective too, because I have had most of my life, I've been very goal-oriented almost to a negative side where I've been just like, I know I can do better. I know I can be better that I constantly feel not enough when you just need that balance of like feeling like... um I don't know if you've listened to anything of Ed Milette, but he always talked about that blissful dissatisfaction where like you're still comfortable and grateful for what you, not comfortable, but grateful for what you have, but you're dissatisfied because I would always be dissatisfied, but not blissful enough that I could just enjoy where I was at. I was like, I'm not there and I should be better. Mm -hmm. And so- Goals have both their place in the world, but there had been times where I just walked through life for a little bit because I just gave up on everything. And it was horrible because I was like, there's no purpose. If there's no purpose, I felt like, what's the point of being here?
1: Yeah. Like one thing that that's one area I'll talk about because for me, like, and for other people, okay. So like slow is cool. Like it's like a boat, right? If it's heading in the right direction, that's, that's good. But one thing that I actually take kind of personally a little bit, is um is giving up like you should never really give up in general i think on anything and that because that i think honestly like i just think you should never give up with in terms of goal vis-a-vis goals but yes going back to like proportions um something that i struggle with honestly i'm gonna be honest i like to work because i'm very passionate about it but this so is that feeling of um never being enough that's unsolicited because nobody should feel like that at all um i have this whole psychological spiel in my mind about self-esteem management that i'm not going to go into but um it, like if you believe right maybe i'll just go to this because this is something that we can control if you believe it like honestly if you visualize it you vision board it you affirm it then it can actually happen I'm serious like it's almost like deja vu i think these goals. but like if like you're kind of not you know you're not feeling it and it's more um you're not feeling like all that and it gets like less away from like that boat analogy where you're kind of going the wrong direction then it'd be easier to feel like you're not enough i think interesting but nobody should feel like they're not enough
0: Well, and I think too, a lot of it's internal standards, and if we can shift that and know that, like we're ever evolving and changing, and not that we're not enough because we're not our highest self, because we never will reach that, because we can always, we're always growing towards that. But it, we're still enough and whole in it, all of it, and just right in this moment. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you very much. So what got you into fitness? Like why is it fitness personal training that you wanted to start?
1: Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Good. This was in the in the younger years. Um I was skinny and it was actually a breakup. It was a really bad breakup. Um and I was like, I'm gonna change everything. I'm just gonna I'm gonna like make this better. And then, you know, I got the resources I needed. But that was actually like the decision maker. And I skipped like the only time I skipped the workout was when I got COVID too. Like that that was You know, it's like they say, if it gets bad enough, you'll change. Well, that was back. That was like when I was fifteen. You know, but like so socially, there wasn't there was enough going on um, to push me in that direction. And then you know, you meet friends who go to the gym who are more inclined than you. Maybe even he's my friend, but like maybe even like a gym mentor at that time because I wasn't inclined at all. Actually, it's funny. Like he for a hustle, he even trained, but keep his name anonymous. But anyways. So it was really like this breakup that got me into fitness, but like, and then I enjoyed it. And then I made this decision, um, for the Cal sex thing when I was around 17, 18, and I saw these people on video and I was like, this is super cool. I can see myself doing this. I just have to maintain my weight. So I decided to commit to that athletically. And, uh, that's what I did before. And then I got, and then, you know, funny things happen because like that was actually my first business that I started in 2018. Cause I went to school for taxes and then I did taxes. I didn't like it. And uh, so that's actually my first business. And that was like my first self-employed business. And I did all this wacky stuff. And then I really had to like come back down to center at, at this one point when things weren't going the best. And I was like, what problem am I going to solve? What am I passionate about? What's my skill? And I went all the way back around to, um, the fitness and it's been going really good actually it's been impacting people I had a client this last week he lost four pounds which is like the maximum you know which is like and he's building muscle too somebody asked me that it's like is he building muscles like yes he is which is going really hard I wouldn't even recommend doing it that much <laughs> but like I'm just saying like when you can transfer um skill passion certainty um it can transform people I think so it's really a passionate move And I love it. It's really fun.
0: Wow. So something awful that happened created something really amazing.
1: Yeah. And actually like my whole vision moving forward is to make like a fitness movement. And I say the word little fitness movement, but really I want it to be like 10,000 people that are all like working out, being their best selves within the context of um, what's realistic and what what they can enjoy. Um, But like, I see myself like Bar Brothers is huge. And I was like, I wish I would have thought of that. Dang it. (laughs) But that's really like my vision. It's like I and I'm doing this seminar, this heart health seminar, um, on November twelfth. It'll be recorded for online people. But like it's more fitness strategy. But like I have this picture of like just a bunch of like people in shape, and I was like, I see that. <laughs> like it's a consolidated good like group, team, community. I don't even know they're all supporting each other and they're all motivated, and it's just you know making the world a healthier place. Really just a more specific vision, I think it's really actually like my goal. Um, because like, I want to make an impact cause I have, I have, I have big go back to goals just for one moment. Um, I have big ones and like, I want to leave an impact. I want to leave a legacy. It was actually like, ever since I was a kid, I was like, I had these big aspirations and, uh, yeah. Perfect.
0: I love it so much because I have the same when it comes to mental health. I think it's it starts as, as as one thing and it becomes a movement because one person, I always think of that butterfly effect. Or if you smile yeah. at someone on the street and that inspires them to go do something, to go do something, to go do something. And we don't realize how much we really can impact because we're so focused on you know, what we see, but there's the people that follow you on Instagram that don't comment on anything that don't reach out, but they're inspired and they're working out now. And, uh, so that's a really, really beautiful thing. And thank you for doing that in our world.
1: Most people watch in silence too. I think like, on Instagram and in person, like just being the example is huge. I think being the example of your friends and family and the actions will speak infinitely louder than words. And also you're very welcome because people deserve to feel good um physically in terms of fitness and their physical health and their nutrition and mentally too um and uh nutritionally and from from a resistance standpoint and from a nutritional standpoint i think that goes into mental health for sure because like um uh, you know going back like you said of running like you, it feels kind of like a chore but you love it but it's, it's time consuming yeah it's true and I say, dude, hit cardio because you can do it in like one fourth of the time. But that's just the problem solver. in me, the left brain. Um, but like the I'm um, 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 not a therapist, but I think everybody should have a therapist for sure. I think everyone should have somebody to talk to. I think everybody should have a social support system. I think everybody should have friends that help them versus like kind of maybe it's like some like middle area or, you know, maybe even toxic friends. Um, I think we should all have like and I don't have this but I should like an animal or something like a dog you know like because actually when I was so I went into the hospital when I was eight for inpatient which I was the youngest person in there and then I did horse therapy and actually that's why I think Sarah Pringle is like really a gift on this planet with what she's doing because like I rode horses for therapy and that helped so much to just have that um like I don't know if connection is right where's the animal just that feeling of that healing energy. And um, that healing energy towards um in the world. so, yeah,
0: well, thank you so much for sharing that. It's actually, um, I know that the work that I do with horses, even though it's helping the horses, it helps me. It keeps me sane. And I just the different people that I get to meet and the way their animals help them, um eventually, I'd love to have a retreat. That's because I think the hospital. For mental health has its has its necessary part in the world, but there's a lot of people that won't benefit from from that. And and some and like there's needs to be something afterwards, something that you can go on a retreat and heal. And I don't like to use the word retreat because then it sounds it's more like a recreational thing. But it's like I don't I want something where people can heal and connect to something bigger than themselves and find themselves and realize that it's not something outward it's not some one person that saved their life it's it's them and so thank you for bringing that in about the horses too because i truly believe that they are the healers and they are the reason that uh, i've still kept
1: going as well horses are like big dogs <laughs>
0: just, yeah like, but like they're so different i'm definitely more a horse person than dog person i'll even like make yeah. horse clicking sounds when i'm talking to a dog and i'm like oh my god but they're it's different because a dog has you as their master and horses it's it's a leadership and it's a different relationship which helps you have to really scan yourself and, and it's more like a mirror of what emotions you're presenting because a horse will reflect, reflect that back to you and they won't trust you if you're nervous because they're like wow well if she's scared she's not a very good leader as well, or a dog just loves you and just like devotes his life to you kind of thing so it's a little different I'm not saying dogs Horses are better than dogs, but the relationship with a human and a horse has a lot more um, self-awareness aspects to it.
1: That's wonderful. I love that. That's really cool.
0: Perfect. Uh, Shifting a little bit, tell us about your podcast. And... Yeah, my
1: podcast is open ended. Um, I've had three guests on there. I've had like a gold medal jujitsuist. I've had someone who now has like one hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Who got who I got on there when he's like six hundred followers, and I have a brand expert. Yeah, my podcast is really all inclusive. Um, I started to create professional relationships with people to create connection. I also, it's a different level of viewership for sure than Instagram, which is like ninety second reels. It's pretty open-ended. It's a fitness podcast though. My main goal is to bring people on there and have the natural conversations and have them shine because every one I do is about the other person. It's not about me. It's really about highlighting what they do, their vision, the impact they want to make and a call to action at the end. And that's been the framework. And I have three episodes and I was on a business podcast before that, which is on that same channel. So, um, which is like my story. So it kind of covers all the bases there, but yeah. I just call it the lab because it's my company and it's called mind boss because actually at the beginning I was going to do mental health coaching. When, um, I started the LLC before I came back into fitness, I just never changed it. So it's actually switched around a lot because like, it just goes to prove that if you pick something and just run with it and it'll be good, you know, but like, it's pretty open-ended. It's really, um, cause my goal is just to highlight other people because I wanted to, it's about fitness, but I didn't want to make it just about fitness. I honestly wanted to make it, like, very flexible, honestly. And then just to have it be me. Because I think um everybody's good enough and everybody should be themselves. And, like, not everyone's going to like you, which is unfortunate. Like, you could be the nicest guy in the world, do everything right. And just some people just aren't going to like you. And we're just going to have to live with that, which kind of sucks. But, like, um everything I do is, like, just myself, you know. So
0: That's good, though. Not everyone will like you, and I have a problem with that because I want everyone to love me, and I had to learn and realize, well, like, do I um, what's the food I don't I don't like peas. I love most vegetables, but I hate peas. I don't know what it is about them. They're chalky, and I think the pea can't do anything to make me like it. And so I just don't like, I just, I I have nothing against peas. I think they're great. I think people should eat them. And I think that I know I shouldn't compare people to vegetables, but I do sometimes. And it's just, there's some people that we just don't connect with and that is okay. And it's not personal. We don't have to take it. It's, it's never about us. It's not about no matter what we do or they didn't like us because we did something. They might have love for us as a human being, but So thank you for bringing that up as well. Cause I think that's really important. And I think that's something that we get stuck in and we do things and jobs and careers for people to like us or to fit in somewhere.
1: Yeah. First of all, uh, like 99% of people like you probably more people like (laughs) you than they like me. That's for sure. But like, um,
0: don't say that.
1: No. Cause I, I mean, it's like, I remember one time I had, I heard this on the grapevine. It's like, would you rather be liked or effective? Which is a tough question. Which is like really like dichotomistic, but like you could be both, I think. But yeah, um, you have to live your truth, and you have to love yourself. You really have to love yourself. I mean, because like we're the person that we get up in the bed with, and we go to bed with at night every day. Mm-hmm. First, you know, so it's kind of important to love yourself and to like not like yourself, but love yourself too. I think it's a funny way to put it, but like, it is okay. It really is okay. Because it doesn't mean you have to start a drama or anything, or even like people. I mean, there's having a hateful heart is just you got to release what no longer serves, and uh, not have hatred for anything. You know, I don't think hatred moves things forward. Um, so and I'll just throw out some concepts that are open to interpretation, but yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Um, kind of moving a little more central and wrapping all the things we talked about together. What do you want to share of your mental health journey that is the reason why you started coaching and helping people and wanting to help people? Like, what do you want to share about that?
1: Yeah, I'll just say I was diagnosed get so effective, which means I like hear Voices. So what do I want to share about what I want to share? That's very open-ended in a good way um get the help you need get the support system you need um professionally and unprofessionally with your friends and stuff and uh if medication is a thing take that um please because i think a lot of my recovery was getting my meds dialed in um and obviously take advice from a therapist and a nurse practitioner and a doctor and um but what i want to share so i just want to share that like you can you can do it. Like, people... Anybody can do it, man. Like, if you believe enough and if you don't give up. And, like, if you... If it's positive, you know? I don't support evil. I don't think evil people should succeed at big things. Um, do it ethically. Um, do it legitimately. And you can do it if you... And, like, there's, there's help and hope out there. Like, there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know? So yeah Beautiful. tough 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 <laughs> tough tough because it's like people um it's tough because different people interpret you know mental health differently
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's
0: tough yeah well thank you for that vulnerable conversation though because honestly um i don't know why this world gets so ashamed uh, about things when they're just matter of fact, like this is what I'm going through and this is what I did to deal with it and it doesn't mean it's going to be what the next person is going to do. And I love that you mentioned that medication helped for you because it it might not for someone else, but someone, you know, we there's these black and whites that you shouldn't take medication. you should be on this and we should, should, should and and it's different for everyone. So the more stories that, I have of people sharing of their own coming on here that helped people realize how diverse that is and that their recovery is different and you're not recovered. And then magically just better. Like we forever are helping our brains and bodies best we can as we move through this world. So thank you for sharing your story.
1: You're very welcome. And I just want to say that this, this person right here is an amazing businesswoman on amazing okay. influence and just uh, socially is very gives a lot of value to the world it's just a real real gift so you know this is you know what you're listening to listen to her other ones go to her channels you know support her she's cool like honestly like i i there's a lot of stuff that comes across my desk like i'm not gonna lie like every day someone wants me to do something with them this and this that. because i do real estate too like i'm running like two businesses and you know am doing like my like spartan races and stuff and like, but like, I was like, yes, I want. And I was like, I had to do like the initiative. I was like, I want to be on Sarah Pringle's podcast because. Oh my
0: God. It's such a
1: gift, you know? So no, just keep an eye out for Sarah Pringle because she's, um, she's doing good things.
0: Thank you so much. I've never had a, had a shout out on my own show. Thank you very, very, very much. You're very welcome. Uh, wrapping this up. Cause I want to respect your time. One last question is, if you were speaking, and I ask this to every single person that comes on the show, if you're talking into this microphone, all 8 billion people in the world could hear you right now, what is one thing that you'd want to say to everyone?
1: Never give up.
0: Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) I always, I say this every time, everyone has a different answer and it always relates to the message that they brought. I notice that there's like a through line throughout the episode and that one question always kind of sums it all together. So thank you so much for that. Um, where can people find you and reach out to you and see what you're doing and all your coaching and
1: your, all your work? Uh, Mindboss LLC, like pretty much all the channels on Instagram and mindbosslc.com as my calendar. And that's pretty much, you can Google that. That's until I DBA it or change it, which I might not, but you know, just find me or I Curtis van der or at write boss LLC.
0: Perfect. I will put all that information in the show notes. And uh, everyone get in touch with Curtis because he is doing wonderful things. And if he resonated with you, just head on over there because he might say I'm an inspiration, but you are an incredible inspiration. And it's beautiful because we each facilitate energy in a different way in the world. and like the same thing, like oranges and apples. Some people resonate better with the oranges and some people resonate better with the apples and the bananas and whatever it is. So thank you for coming on and sharing your specific, beautiful way that you are helping people.
1: Thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thank you. And everyone listening, have a beautiful, wonderful evening, morning or day or whatever time it is. And we will all talk soon.
1: Talk soon. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining me on another episode of Daily Dose of Serotonin. If this episode put a smile on your face or helped you in any way, please share it with someone who needs to hear how special they are. And most importantly, if you need a smile or an ear to listen, please reach out. I'd love to connect with you and send positive vibes and virtual hugs. You can find all my info to connect in the show notes. Keep shining, friends. Sending so, so, so much love.